rain comes down, when the 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 rain comes down, hasta smile. Alright, so this is the uh, first episode of the What the Felt podcast series. What the Felt? We're really excited uh, to start something new and share our lives with you guys. And um, hopefully we'll be having some people on and uh, have some interesting discussion. And um, that's basically all we're looking to do right now is just uh, sit down and talk and have a good time. Uh, So join us if you'd like. Go ahead and... Subscribe and might help to know my name is Casey and his is Nathan. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do a brief introduction. So, um, we got married a little over a year and a half ago. So, uh, we share the same last name now that's mine. She uh, is Casey Felt, and that's F E L D T. The D is silent, it's a German name. Casey is C A S E Y. Yeah, that's that's been harder than we ever thought people would uh, have issues with. You know, people want to use a K instead of a C. Yeah, it's just a never-ending battle. Zit. I got called Cassie the other day. Cassie, yeah. yeah. And then she goes, is it Casey or is it Cassie? <laughs> I was like, it's Casey. Yeah. Should not be a, a challenging name, so. But um, like I said, we've been married a little over a year and a half now. Uh, we've lived in a house together for over two years now. Yep. That's right. February yeah, was right. two. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, I guess we'll, we'll kind of take you guys way back to the beginning and, and that's where we'll start. So, uh, we'll tell you a little bit about how we met. I think that'll be fun. All right. So we met in college, uh, we were both attending Clemson University in the upstate of South Carolina. And, oh gosh, what year was it? I think it was 2014. I think we that's... graduated 2012 from high school. Yeah. And so I think it was it's 2014. Junior year, so two, two years after that, I guess. Yeah. 2014. Yeah. 2014. And <laughs> first day of classes, uh, we met. And Nate loves to tell the story because he thinks I'm psycho. <laughs> I love the fact that we had two polar opposite reasons for being on the bus that day, or being at the bus stop, rather. So we met at a bus stop. And uh, this bus just kind of went across campus and took you to and from different apartment complexes in the local area. And it would bring you to campus and then take you back to the apartment. So I'd gone to all of my classes for the whole day and was waiting at the bus stop to ride the bus to go home. And I didn't want to be on the bus, but it was my only way to get back. And, you know, you do what you got to do. And uh, while we were there, while I was waiting there, rather, I... uh, was with a buddy of mine named Andrew, and uh, he saw some of his friends, and he walked up to them and introduced me to them. And uh, Andrew's, he's really an awesome guy. He's really outgoing and uh, got a high, uh, you know, kind, energy spirit to him. And uh, so he's really just 
good at talking to people and so introducing me was nothing and um you know he he just made it real casual and um i that's when i met casey and she'll tell you why they were waiting at the bus stop that day so me and two of my other roommates had already finished classes for the day and we have a third roommate and she was still at her classes so we were sitting at the apartment and kind of bored and we had thought about taking the bus uh to classes throughout the semester so what we did is we said hey since we have nothing to do let's hop on the bus and see where it drops us off on campus so we know where to catch the bus (laughs) so we hopped on the bus and we made it as far as they will go on campus and the bus driver said all right if you live in these apartments you need to get off now cross the street because i will not be back here for another hour hour and a half so we hopped off went across the street and that's where we bumped into our third roommate's boyfriend aka nate's friend andrew and andrew introduced all of us to each other so it was it i always thought it was real funny that uh you know the one place i dreaded being which was the bus they were they were out and about riding just kind of for fun so that's the one story we always love to tell but once we actually hopped on the bus i made a point to sit next to casey i had my eye on her uh out amongst her two roommates and um you know i I made this decision this year uh, in college, junior year, where I just made a personal effort to try to, 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 to talk to more people and engage and really be more outgoing. And so I really tried to do that with Casey. And um, I remember we had a pretty nice conversation on the bus ride. But my favorite part is I asked <laughs> her uh, what's something uh, wild that she wants to do. And... Uh, I'll let you tell her what she wants to. She still to this day wants to do, and and I may or may not do it with her, but I, I might let her do He's it on her own. Do it. We'll convince him. <laughs> we'll see. I want to go cage diving with a great white. With sharks. <laughs> great white shark. <laughs> I think she's crazy. <clears throat> this has been a dream for long since before we met, <laughs> since she was a kid. <laughs> She's wanted to swim with sharks since she was a child. <laughs> it's not logical, but... They're fascinating. Yeah. Well, they're nice <laughs> to look at in pictures and <laughs> videos. So she wants to go cage diving and... Uh, We're going to convince Nate to do it too. You know, this is what she told me on that bus ride and, you know, I was hooked. I, no pun intended, you know. <laughs> so uh, my uh, 21st birthday was coming out, uh, coming up two days after we met and no, um, I think it was the next day and then you had the party on the Friday so maybe it was the next day it was the next either day. way I was real smooth with it and uh, I asked for all three of the girls numbers Casey and her two roommates so that I could kindly invite all of them to my 21st birthday party and uh, Casey was the only one that I texted <laughs> I made it a little bit obvious, but uh, they ended up coming to the party, and um, 
she was my uh, my beer pong partner. Yeah. <laughs> and then the rest is history. <laughs> it all uh, it all went went smoothly since then. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. <laughs> right. Of course. So that's a that's kind of our origin story. Um, I just think it's amazing the way uh, it's really just pure chance that it ever happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, you guys are crazy for getting on the bus when you didn't have to, but (laughs) it was slammed that day too. But you did, so you know, things all happen for a reason, and I think it was pretty cool the way it happened. And it's a it's a mildly boring story, but. It uh, always brings a smile to my face telling it and thinking about it. So I think it's a pretty cool story. So. I've had people say it's like something like straight out of a movie <laughs> to us. No, if it was no in a movie, way. if it was in a movie, it'd be raining. I was like, that's so romantic. <laughs> I'm like, it was hot. <laughs> see, that's the difference between a male and a female's perspective. I bet it was all female friends that were telling you this. Yeah. They said it was really romantic. Yeah. I tell any guys, yeah, we met at a bus stop. They're like, all right, okay. <laughs> Where's the uh, the drama? Cool. What's what's so great about that? Yeah. <laughs> no, but if it was romantic, <laughs> I'm happy with that. <laughs> Somebody can um, make a movie about us. True. One day. Maybe if we get famous. <laughs> we're working on it. Nate's working on it. <laughs> That's why uh, you guys are tuning in to What the Fell? <laughs> How did you... What the Fell? <laughs> can't even say it the same I as you said it the first time. <laughs> too many ways to do it. That's all right. So we're busy here trying to uh, do some new things while we've been not in quarantine, but in uh, coronatine. Corona time, <laughs> you know. Uh, As we're I, drinking Coronas. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Corona Seltzer shouts out. Shouts out Corona Seltzer. Um, Sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, come come check us out. Um, Casey's been trying all the different seltzers, and I'm trying one right now. It's not too bad. Mango. Mm-hmm. Deliciously refreshing. <laughs> But um, we've been talking a lot about how for us, in the most part, we've been lucky and blessed to still both be working and not take a pay cut. Um, You know, we we have really good bosses and jobs and we're really thankful. Um, You know, things haven't been too terribly different for us. I've been busier at my work in fact uh we sanitize and right now that's what people need so we've been busy but um casey's had to work from home and it's been a little bit different um it's hard to adjust to try to get the same amount of work done and have the at-home distractions and i've been working late and she's been alone more and it's it's funny because we were separated for so long at one point while she was finishing school and I was back at home and, you know, it's just totally different to like kind of not 
have the same amount of time again, even though we're living in the same house. <laughs> yeah. Kind of so. sucks, but <laughs> we'll get through it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been working at home a lot more than I ever had. Cause I was not working at home at all. Um, before all this happened and, uh, the first two weeks, Nate had gotten sick and so he had to be quarantined, but he was only able to stay quarantined for a week. And we're not sure what it was at all. It's a, it's a big toss up there. So. <laughs> I tested negative for the flu. That's all we know. <laughs> That's literally it. Um, but my job said, no, you have to stay home for two weeks. But I got to telework during that time and I didn't have any symptoms. So that was good. And then, now, for the record, when I got sick, I mainly had a temperature of 99.5 to 100. Never really spiked too much. As soon as it hit 100, we started popping those Tylenols yeah. in me. <laughs> yeah. So thankfully, I never really hit that danger zone of um, my temperature going to 102, 103. Um, but I definitely took a step back and um, made sure I was healthy. Yeah. I think it started on a Thursday, and by Sunday, Monday, you were fine. Yeah. Like, you were back to normal. Yeah, completely normal. No fatigue, you know. So, I, I beat whatever I had. I, I think I had a small minor thing, but who knows? Right now, it's looking like a lot more people have it and don't have any issues. So, I don't think I know, but... Yeah. But once my quarantine ended, then... I went back to work um, in the office one day a week and then teleworking three days a week because I work for 10-hour days during the week. And uh, just recently, we started doing two days in the office, two days at home. So we'll see how it goes. It's just all up in the air for really long time so yeah I think that's what people need to understand a lot of things are up in the air take it one step at a time and do the best you can to take advantage of the situation Mm -hmm. you know if you are unemployed and I hate that for you but you know maybe it's time to change career paths or um, you know it's a good time for, for taking advantage of opportunity. Um, and that's what we're trying to do. Yep. All right, you guys, I took advantage of an opportunity to go to the bathroom. And while I do that, I wanted to tell you about our first sponsor, Samurai Karate Studio, the best karate studio in Columbia, located at 4561 Hard Scrabble Road. Uh, they teach anyone from age four and up. All right, so you can bring your kid And let me tell you how great karate is for discipline and respect. Uh, I started myself when I was nine years old and I'm 26 now. So I've been doing karate for 17 years, uh, mixed with a little bit of jujitsu. And, um, you know, it's really been transformed who I am as a person. Um, It's made me who I am. Um, So go ahead and check out Sensei Chris at Samurai Karate Studio. Give him a call to find out how you can save a ton of money right now. Classes are just getting back started. I know things have been a little strange. Uh, He's still doing some online classes where you can view on Facebook. 
but he's also doing in-person classes right now, um, following all safety procedures, of course. Um, so give him a call at 803-250-6234. That's 803-250-6234. Tell him that we sent you and you'll save big. All right, give him a call now. Again, he's located at 4561 Hardscrabble Road. Kia! So we just took a break and Nate is saying I don't give very productive feedback. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just like to say, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, what you guys are experiencing is us trying to figure out exactly how to do this thing. <laughs> We're still learning. But, uh, this is episode one. And Joe Rogan's done like. <laughs> 1,600 episodes, so we got some time to get to uh, Joe Rogan status. Level. Yeah, that's the goal. Right now, the podcast is out of our office in our lovely home, which is the smallest spare bedroom in this house. Yeah, yeah, but it works. It works. I was previously teleworking in this office, and then Nate commandeered it for podcasting so now I'm at the dining room table so I thought that podcasting would be a little bit more important than the making money <laughs> at my regular job we'll make money one day I am making money <laughs> thank goodness because I, cause I need that <laughs> you need it for that mortgage <laughs> so one of the reasons why teleworking is so hard, thankfully we don't have any kids right now, so those aren't really distractions and we don't have to worry about their health or anything, but we have three sweet loving dogs. So loving. Psycho dogs, basically. So loving. <laughs> <laughs> um, their names are Guinness. He's our oldest. He's at 15. He's a lab mix. And then Lachlan, he's three now, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, three. Almost. We were told he's Doberman Pinscher mix. That's a lie. He's the smallest of the three. And then we have Callista. <laughs> um, she's also three. And she's a pit mix. So the three-year-olds are super hyperactive. And while I'm working, they like to look out of our back door because it's just glass. I have all the windows closed to kind of prevent this, but it doesn't work if the back door is just glass. <laughs> and they, yeah. And they wait for a squirrel or a bird to show up in the backyard, and then they start barking their heads off and jumping on the door. So that's pretty frustrating for me. <laughs> the thing that, that we really don't understand is none of these birds are or squirrels are actually accessible. So they'll be in a tree on the other side of our fence in a neighbor's yard at the top of the tree. And they'll see a squirrel and they start barking. And as soon as we open the door, they sprint to the fence and start barking up the tree in our neighbor's yard that they 
don't have access to and have no mm-hmm. chance of actually getting. So I wish maybe they could uh, distinguish between the squirrels and birds that they could actually maybe have a chance of getting instead of our neighbors. But uh, maybe one day. They're not smart enough yet. No, no. They're only three. Give him some time. One's 15 and he does it. Yeah. So our 15 year old, he, he plays tricks because he acts like he's blind. <laughs> he acts like he's deaf. <laughs> but he'll be standing a hundred yards away from a squirrel and he'll be the first one to see it. And he'll bark and he'll hear everything you say and ask, but he'll pretend like you don't. He's basically like a human grandpa. Yep. He just chooses <laughs> to, to live his life. The best, live his best life. <laughs> he does not follow in rules. He knows that even if he doesn't sit, I'll still probably give him a treat. <laughs> Mom's a little 50-50 there. She's a little stricter. <laughs> but he's my best buddy. What can I say? We go way back. So he's 15 now. I'm 26. So, you know, it means I got him when I was 11. Mm-hmm. And, uh... You know, basically grew up with him and uh, helped me get through some tough times in school. And man, it's gonna be tough when he goes. But we've got two more to fall back on. That's the only thing. Yeah, I'm gonna have to whip them into shape <laughs> real quick. They're not gonna have their old man for guidance. That's true. It's going to be the old playhouse for them dogs. There are already toys everywhere. We don't have kids, but we have toys around our house like we do have kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have 25, 30 toys, dog toys. Half of them are torn in half and have stuffing missing, squeakers missing. But it's really funny because I can pull the stuffing out and just give them the... F- the empty toy, and they still like it sometimes. They still have fun. <laughs> we call those pelts. Yes. <laughs> For obvious reasons. Yes. Pelts. You're listening to... Felt pelts. What the felt? <laughs> what the felt? It's <laughs> <That's> closer. <laughs> but that's the story of our oldest thought. <laughs> Guinness. Everybody says, uh, oh, did you name him after the beer? First of all, we did not name him. He was adopted. He already had the At name. At 11, Nate was not drinking beer. I was not drinking beer. <laughs> I was not. But I was into the Guinness Book of World Records, which everybody forgets about. We become adults, and, and the beer is the first thing we think of. So I like to remind people he's also a record-breaking dog. Record-breaking. <laughs> okay. By his name. That's it. We're also huge fans of Caesar. Milan. Yes. The yeah. Dog Whisper. Mainly because my dad was such a big fan. You know, back when we first got our first dog, Quincy, and um, that would have been, golly, maybe <clears throat> when I was um, seven, eight years old. So that was that was a long time ago now, but uh, basically my dad just got really big into dog training, and we all got into it with him, and 
uh, it's really cool to see a dog start from not really knowing anything to all of a sudden being able to follow these commands and kind of understand what you're saying and you know it really corresponds to children but it's just it's just fascinating to to be able to kind of teach the language to the dog and to see the dog eventually learn to do things on their own and you know behave and go to the bathroom outside instead of inside and but but really a big part of all of the dog training dialed back to Caesar Milan he was like my dad was obsessed for a while where we we watched so many episodes and he thought he was actually Caesar himself so he uh tried everything out and everything basically works but it takes a lot of dedication I'll tell you and a lot of work um but when you uh establish that connection with the dog um man the dog will listen and it's really cool to see <laughs> yeah I like I don't know watching when our dogs behave really well and we haven't done a whole lot of training uh just the basics sit, so sit lay down sit lay down stay get off <laughs> <laughs> up up <laughs> come here <laughs> yeah i feel like that's how i am 90 percent of the time is just drop that screaming stop <laughs> so not not great at uh following all of caesar's wonderful lessons but we're learning patience and uh anger management that comes in handy, right? <laughs> We're learning things we need. Well, they're so sweet. I love them anyways. They make every single day better. Mm-hmm. Especially right now when, you know, times are a little bit crazy. You know, it's weird to think that they have absolutely no idea what's going on. You know, everybody's out here worried about the virus, but in a dog's brain, nothing has changed. They're worried about the exact same things, which is... Am I being pet or am I being fed or am I about to go outside? Where's that damn squirrel? (laughs) Where's that squirrel? Those are the things that they're worried about, you know, and it, it, when you see your dog, when you get home from work and you've been stressed out because you've been in front of people all day long that don't wear a mask and, you know, are in your face. And when you get home and the dog is excited to see you and they have no idea what's going on, it kind of puts you into the same mindset for maybe a brief moment. It might not last long. Until but they hacked up. <laughs> until they teach you in anger management. <laughs> you know, but there is a point when, you know, you're just happy to see your dog because they're happy to see you. And it kind of helps remove you from the rest of the world for a brief moment. You know, just like the same way it does when I see you. <laughs> Cheese. Cheese. Take a picture. (laughs) (laughs) See how I slid that in there? But yeah, dogs make everything better. I've lived with dogs like my whole life. And uh, I wouldn't change a darn thing. I want to keep having dog babies. Dog babies. (laughs) She says says we need to, to... keep our two for a little while and then we'll think about it I'm, I'm saying once the two are gone this is the two we have after Guinness goes obviously 
So once those two are gone, I'm saying let's take a little mini break there for a bit and just not have dogs for a hot second. And She's saying that now. That. She's saying <laughs> that now. I'm saying it now. She doesn't know what life is like without dogs. What? <laughs> I've converted her, though. Okay, we had outside dogs. So we had dogs. They just did not stay in the house. And whoever so wants dogs... to hate can hate, but that's how my life was. So, so we'll take you back and Free explain range. a little bit. Casey... Well, let me dial back even further. So I lived in a kind of suburban neighborhood um, where the houses were maybe 30, 40, 50 feet apart. You know, nice, decently spread out. They weren't right on top of each other. Uh, It was a nice neighborhood. But, um, you know, the houses were a little bit close together if uh, you're coming from the perspective of Casey, who had... A home out in the country. Seven acres. She has seven acres. So, you know, the neighbors to the left and right were across some tree lines and you couldn't even hardly see anyone. And the the next road, like she said, is across the seven acres. So you don't ever see too many cars and the animals just take a walk. (laughs) Yeah. So our dogs were basically free range dogs. They just went wherever they wanted to go and came back. Whenever they felt like coming might be, back, might be gone for a couple of days. Come back with some Not animal. That often come back with some animal bones. <laughs> chewing on something that died on the side of the road. It was not that often that they were gone for a couple of days. But it but was. But it was often that they brought back oh bones. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> we just gave them the scraps that we had. Look, we've been together for what is it six years now? Yeah. Yeah. Since we decided 14 was the year it started. So Casey's also 26. But within those six years, I've seen four or five bones (laughs) that animals have brought back to your yard. Just within those six years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking they're killers. (laughs) That's what happens when you have outside dogs instead of inside dogs. They're supposed to be inside. Listen. On your couch. On your lap. are great. Licking your face. I'm not letting a dog lick my face that just ate. Oh my god! Who knows what? <laughs> I didn't let them lick my face either. But now she's converted because I all love, she does is oh let our dogs goodness. lick her face. Oh <laughs> I love she our inside it. dogs. I love our outside dogs. I just was not as well connected with them. Just let them do their thing. But when we first were together... She did not like the idea of a dog even licking her face. I did not. She was like, that is nasty. I don't want it. Now she just closes her eyes, perks her chin out, lets that dog lick her face for 20, 30 seconds. That's another command I did not have to teach. (laughs) Just close my eyes. They know what I want. Lay it down. Lay them kisses on me. But also, I remember while we were dating, uh, our old dog, Guinness, uh, he, he was best buds with Nate while he was, um, and he still is, obviously, but especially while they were staying at Nate's mom and dad's house. And Nate would always let the dog sleep in the bed, and Guinness sheds 
like an insane amount of hair. Insane. And I would come over and I'd be like, you have to change these sheets. You have to change these sheets. I cannot sleep on this bed if this dog has been laying in the bed. Well, I was preparing you for Corona. <laughs> you needed to be introduced to some new pathogens and uh, <laughs> get used to this lifestyle, baby. <laughs> now our small dog likes to sneak up in the bed almost every night. <laughs> yes. Casey allows it. I'm asleep. I don't ever remember him hopping up in the bed. Casey turns into a different person when she's asleep. She's called unconscious Casey. She has conversations with Nate. <laughs> Nate. I'm talking in the third person now yeah. that she does not remember. And I have to inform her the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my sleep life. How deep do we want to get? She likes her sleep. Oh, Nate's, yeah. Nate's not good at sleep. <laughs> I'm working on it. I feel like you're better than you were. Yeah. When I was in college, I would be exhausted from the day and lay down in bed thinking and he would stare at the ceiling i would think thank goodness i finally get to go to bed i'm so tired i'm so thankful i get to go to bed and then i'd close my eyes and then it was like there's teeny little springs in my eyelids like (laughs) like what (laughs) my eyes i could just never fall asleep So I'd end up, I kind of had like a restless leg syndrome kind of thing, but like in my whole body, it just, I would lay in one position and feel like, ah, God, I got to move and adjust and turn from left side to right side. And I would do that over and over. And then I would be worried about waking you up if I rolled over and, you know, that made me made it even harder to fall asleep so golly I used to struggle sleeping (laughs) he would wake me up but it would never be enough for me to remember so if he rolled over I might roll over too but I don't ever remember it happening so the problem is I remember (laughs) I remember seeing those eyeballs open (laughs) (laughs) creep (laughs) <laughs> it's when I have my conversations with unconscious Casey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I can't sleep, I, I tap into unconscious Casey. See how Casey really feels about about life. <laughs> She's not a nice person. She's not a nice person. She's very angry. She's a bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I remember you telling me. Uh, I had just rearranged like the bathroom and I moved all the medicine to a separate location and I remember you being like hey Casey you got any Tylenol? and I was like yes or unconscious Casey said yes and you're waiting for me to tell you where it was. <laughs> but she didn't. <laughs> she said no further information available. <laughs> you go, where is it? 
she and I don't know how I remembered, but I told him the correct location, the new location of the medicine. <laughs> that motherly instinct that kicked in. <laughs> She's gonna be able to do the same thing in the future when she has a kid. She's gonna her kid's gonna ask for Tylenol and without even waking up <laughs> without even waking up, she tells him where it is. Yeah, Tylenol, yes. That's it. <laughs> do you have Tylenol, Casey? Yes. Can I have some? That actually yeah. reminds me. One of the funniest stories that my older brother told me from college. He had this friend that was kind of ditzy. And uh, I won't say her name. And it's only because I don't remember it. But um, I do remember that she would always tell stories that seemed to have no point. And uh, her commonly used reference would be uh, she would come up to someone and say, someone told me the funniest joke today. And that would be the end of her conversation. (laughs) She she wanted to let you know that someone told her a joke, but she would not tell you what the joke was. She can't remember. That was the most crucial piece of information at that point. You told me you heard a funny joke. I want to hear the funny joke, but it never happened. That's a, that just uh, reminded me of that. Our whole podcast did. No, that last <laughs> our last story. So shouts out to Tyler. He's about to be a dad. Hey. Shouts out to Lainey. She's about to be a mom. His wife, obviously. His wife. Let's just go ahead and clarify that. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's keeping it keeping it one hundred. <laughs> Yeah. Fun fact, Delaney and I have the exact same birthday. Yeah. Year, day, everything. Yeah. They were born on the exact same day in time, in history. Well, not time. Uh, yeah. Okay, so who was, who was earlier? Laney was. Laney's older. Just by a couple hours, but Casey, that's cool. Casey's so shamed. So shamed. By her youngness. Oh, my young, <laughs> my youngness was. She's the youngest one in the room by oh <laughs> a God. few hours. <laughs> my youngness was brought to my attention and still is quite a lot at work, but that's okay. I'm not the baby in my group anymore, so that's fun. But congrats to them. They are about to have a baby girl in like. Five or six months or something, something like that. October. October, the month we got married in. So we're super excited for them. It's really cool because in my family, uh, we have three boys. Um, It's my dad and my mom, but then it's my older brother, Tyler, myself, and my younger brother, Christian. So my mom always wanted a girl, but after the third boy, she said, statistically it doesn't look like it's in my favor statistically. <laughs> and I'm going to tap out. So she decided to stop. So, um, it's really exciting for my side of the family to, uh, have a girl felt coming along. Um, I think that's just really cool. Um, you know, it's something different for us and we're really excited for them on my side of family for that reason you know we're excited to have a girl come into the family but 
<laughs> it doesn't make a difference to me. So <laughs> I'm one of four girls. <laughs> they have the opposite. So it's really kind of interesting that our families even met. Um, they have four girls and no boys in their family. Yeah. So I'll let Says, you tell them how your family is laid out. All right. So my family, I'm the eldest. And then we actually have a set of twins just under me. Those are Ashley and Jessica. And then the youngest, who just celebrated a birthday, is Harley. So, yeah, my dad has always had... I guess always been around girls. He has three sisters and then he had four girls. So when the fourth girl came around, they were like, this one isn't a boy. We're just stopping here. So that's what happened. They stopped and we love to remind him every day how he got stuck with four girls. And I'm, all of our family friends love to remind him that he got stuck with all girls. <laughs> but it's good. He loves us. That was the first thing, man, when I uh, got to the house, Casey's house, and uh, met the family for the first time. That was my first thought is, how is this man surviving? You know, with four girls plus a wife. <laughs> <laughs> I said, man, this guy's uh, this guy's something different. <laughs> you get used to it. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was fun. First time, sat down on the couch, getting grilled by a bunch of sisters. Oh yeah. First time ever dealing <laughs> with some little girls. Sisters are very intense. <laughs> yeah, I told her though, um, she uh, has twins. They're in they're in her genes. So if she has twins, the first go round, we might have to. Cut that off. <laughs> we might have to tap out. I don't know if we do we, two two right from the jump. Might throw us for a big enough loop. We gotta. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta say time out. <laughs> Let's raise these youngins first. Yeah. So, that's our families. Yeah. Pretty much. My mom's a nurse. <laughs> Throw that out there. She's uh, on the front lines right now. Um, yeah, she's uh, always helping people. That's really, she's one of the most kind and helpful people I know. And that's what she's doing right now. So, shouts out to Kim. She's the best. Shouts out to all the nurses and sanitation workers and doctors and all the essential workers y'all have been amazing through this time it's definitely hard to work when it's scary so you know like Casey said it's amazing the way people have stepped up it's always you know uh, Charlemagne always talks about Charlemagne the God from the Breakfast Club always talks about how tough circumstances will really show a person's true character and you know I think that's true especially in America we you know we have these big uh, happenstances that come up and you know we really come together and um, you know humanity shines and 
I think that's what we're seeing a little bit, and you know that's why we wanted to say thank you to these people on the front line. You know, it's not easy. Um, you know, it's not easy losing your job either. But you know, when you're when you're scared and trying to help people at the same time, it's tough. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot of small businesses have done an, an amazing job as well, just turning out mask when we've been so shorthanded they've been doing amazing at that as well the my pillow guy like the my pillow guy he stopped making pillows did he really yeah he he teamed up with trump (laughs) and um everybody was mad about that of course but uh he teamed up with trump and converted from making any kind of bedding or pillows and started making masks Mm. so you know really really cool um you know, we're seeing some industries fall, but I think, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that come out on the other side and um, benefit and grow mm-hmm. and change, but grow, main key. So. Oh, I forgot, but like even distilleries, they've turned around and started making Germex too. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, people don't need to to drink as much I think so <laughs> I think that'll be okay let's give the homeless hand sanitizer instead of a bottle of gin yeah. let's give them both how about that we'll give them both <laughs> <laughs> well I was gonna add something to that but never mind. <laughs> no, <it's> okay, okay. <laughs> Killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up. But this was just episode one. We're looking forward to talking to you guys some more and um, hopefully getting some feedback and, you know, growing and doing new things with y'all. Yeah, that'd be awesome. If you have any topics you want us to discuss... Let us know. Or if you want to come on the show. That too. Let us know. We're open to all things. Almost all things. Not all things. <laughs> we are slingers. <laughs> <laughs> we cut direct TV off. Yeah. So we're slingers now. Because we got to get that TLC in. That 90 day. Our 90 day fix. Yes. But we'll save that for another time. So... Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. What the felt? What the felt? (laughs) Bye, guys. When the rain comes down, 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 I still smile.